Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We're halfway through the week. It's Wednesday, the 9th of Feb. And it's just after 6 o'clock here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Hope you're having a good morning wherever you are in the country. Tuning in to Baz and Izzy. We love being on the airways and talking a wee bit of sport and a wee bit of punting today because Real Kaka, there's a meeting on today and there's some good, good horses racing at Royal Kaka today. And Opie, the one and only, is on as well. So I'm sure he's going to get a few of you paid. Anyway, we'll dip into that a bit later throughout the show. Louis's got a few tips he wants to give. And oh, there's a couple that Pikey gave us last week. So looking forward to sharing those with you. Anyway, we're going to talk a bit more. Winter Olympics is at the forefront of everyone's minds as we watch our Kiwi team fly the flag on the big stage. Last night, seeing Campbell Wright competing and probably... The most energy-sapping and mentally challenging discipline at the Games, 20-kilometre biathlon. 20-kilometre biathlon. So they're going around this cross-country track. They've got to stop, and they've got five bullets, and they've got five targets, and they've got to hit five targets. If they miss one, it's one-minute penalty added on to their time at the end of it. So we're going to chat over. To, we're going to head over to Wanaka. and head to Wanaka, and we're going to chat to Tim David. Tim David, he's the president of the Wanaka Biathlon Club. And we'll just get his reaction of uh, what unfolded last night. It wasn't the night for Campbell Wright. He came 32nd in the 20K biathlon. But it's uh, it's a hell of a story, actually. He could have represented the United States. But no, he stayed true and he represented New Zealand. So we're going to talk to Tim David earlier on in the show. And then after that, we're going to talk some football. We're going to talk some football because it's all happening in the FA Cup. We love our underdog story. And this one is right up there. Borham Wood. Anyone heard of Borham Wood? Give us a text, double eight, double three. Borham Wood. I certainly haven't. Anyway, they've defeated Bournemouth. I think that's East at Louis. Bournemouth? Yeah, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah. Yeah, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. There you go. They've defeated Bournemouth, and they were their third in the championship at the moment, but they've defeated Bournemouth to go the fifth round, and they're taking on Everton. Stephen Gerrard's Everton. So there you go. They are right up there. And Luke Gerrard is the manager of uh, 
of um, Borham Wood. So he's going to join us this morning. We've gone all over the waves of the UK there. Media manager said it's been blowing up. It is a story in the UK football scene at the moment. They have gone to the fifth round, and it's a great, great underdog story. So we're going to give you a bit more of that throughout the morning. And 7.40, we're going to chat to Luke Gerrard. He is the, the manager. Looking forward to that. And then remember at the 8 o'clock, 8.40 every morning, we build up to fight night this Sunday. Arasanya, v Whitaker, Olberg, v Chirant. So we have a themed quiz every morning, 8.40 in the morning. On Baz and Izzy for breakfast, we have a quiz, a UFC quiz. Team Baz, Team Izzy. We need two callers. One of you will go with Baz, one of you will go with me. And there's three questions. You get them all right, you win a $50 pack. Thanks to the team at Musashi. So that is at 8.40. Stay tuned throughout the morning. And just the news coming through. Can I confirm it, Louie? Can I confirm it at 8, eight o'clock? Um, Are we going there? Yeah, no, let's, let's throw it out there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. 8 o'clock, we potentially might chat to Carlos Olberg. He is fighting in the UFC 271 prelims. Uh, this will be his... Second fight, second fight. He won his uh, contender fight to get a UFC contract. He lost his second bout, and this is his third bout. So he's having a fight over there this weekend against uh, Chirant, and uh, we're going to hopefully chat to him just after the 8 o'clock hour. He is busy preparing for a big fight night weekend. Arasanya v. Whitaka. Can't wait to watch that one. Tai Tuivasa. Ooh, that's going to be so, so good. There we go. So um, looking forward to that. And having a wee chat. But anyway, that's enough for me. We've got a good show for you this morning. We've got a good show for you this morning. We're going to rip into it. There's lots and lots to talk about, particularly in the Winter Olympics. It's all happening over there, and uh, we want to talk about it. And we want to elevate our athletes up on the big stage. I'm going to cross over to the studio and say good morning to the team up there in Auckland. Hope you had a great night, and good morning to you all. And cross over to Matamata to my co-host, handsome Baz McCullum. Kia ora, Izzy. Very well done. Excellent. Your knowledge was outstanding. This. So the biathlon, I didn't realise. So you get five shots, right? So you got to, and if There's every shot targets. you miss, it's five targets. That's sound knowledge. Yep. And so everyone you miss, you've got a minute delay. You just get a minute added on at right? the end. So you, yeah, just a minute, minute penalty. penalty. Yeah. And then yeah, Sam it's it's tough. Have you watched like you watched a little bit, man? They are grinding up and down the hill. And it's quite funny because most of the tracks freestyle, but then they go into these little, these little like they're like railway tracks, and they just stay in those and they mm. just follow each other. And it's it's quite a fascinating sport, and it looks very very challenging. Be, be physically demanding. Easy to sure. commentate on. How do the commentators go? What's their sort of style? Oh. I don't, like, yeah. Ra- like racing commentators or like more sort of. Probably just know. talking about the story and maybe a few tactics that they're doing here and, I don't know, heart rates and things like that. I, I'm, I'm not too sure, mate. Um, the Borenwood story. It's a fascinating one, isn't it? They've been. Yeah. Uh, so they're like not even a. Like they're not even a. A team, really. <laughs> like they're not even a professional <laughs> team, really, are they? They're sort of like yeah. just a, a team of amateurs, and they're going to have one of their big shots. And and I think are they actually playing um, Frank Lampard's side? No, who are they? 
Yeah, yeah. He's I said Steve Gerrard, but it's Frank Lampard. <laughs> Someone's already <laughs> come through on a text line. Sorry, that's guy said Luke Gerrard, so I got mixed up, mate. But it's Frank Lampard. Yeah, he's Everton's manager. There you go. Same yeah, team. Thanks for your feedback, Same team, mate. On the double eight, double three. <laughs> Izzy, it's, Izzy, it's so good because Steven Gerrard is like, played for, spent his career playing for Liverpool, who are like, the yeah. archest of yeah. rivals with him. That's just yeah. so good. <laughs> I'm just really wound them up. It's good to see they're head. on at 6 a.m. It's good to see the Texans are on and they're just straight in there. Bang! Yes, boy. Good on you. Good on you, mate. Frank Lampard. There you go. It's a, a great, great story, story though. Yeah. Hell yeah. I don't think they've even con- conceded a goal yet um, in the entire uh, run through, through the FA Cup. So, hey, let's... Let's see, it's one of those kind of, um, you know, well, I guess that's why the FA Cup was created, right? To give these mm. teams, which which would never normally be able to compete on a, on a regular basis against these big boys, it gives them the chance to dream, the chance at, at glory, and, you know, that's that's what it's about, right? The, the global game and inspiring the the uh, the villages and, and the people that wouldn't normally get the opportunity on the big leagues. So that's pretty cool. Looking forward to talking to Luke. Gerard, from the Bournemouth manager, uh, he looks like a good crack actually. Um, the other, uh, the other big news, mate, overnight was Reese Walsh. Eh? It looks like it's mm. sort of going to end pretty badly for us, us Warriors fans. But I can understand <laughs> why, right? Redcliffe yeah. Dolphins, coached yeah. by the great Wayne Bennett, someone who's mm. someone like Reese Walsh. Incredible talent. Young, had it all thrust upon him at such a young age. If there was one coach in the world who's a bit of a gnarly old bugger, but who seems to mm. find a way to just be able to galvanise a group of a group of players to perform in rugby league, it would be Wayne Bennett. So from a career move, it would be a pretty good idea, I reckon. Especially because mm. you know, he's had his challenges, as we've seen, Reese Walsh in the last last few months or last year or so, so might not be a bad move, but it'd suck for us Warriors fans, but it wouldn't be a bad move for him long term. I know he's going to be with the Warriors this year, but from that point on, it's not looking quite, not looking that likely, is it? Um, well, you mentioned, it all makes you mentioned sense. earlier as well. Yes, it all makes sense. He's a, yeah, he grew up in, yeah. in Queensland, eh? And he's, he's already come out and he wants to represent um, the Maroons and... Redcliffe Dolphins are a new side in the NRL. They've got a lot of money to throw around to, and here would be the perfect coup for them, you know, pick up. It'd be a marquee signing, and you're right. He's a young guy, and he's got a young family, and he wants to be close with his family. And So, I, I, look, the media are always first to pick up on things, and you think, oh, it's his. You know, it's a bit of hearsay. We'll see what happens, but I think it's going to be quite true. You know, we've got we've got him this year, and we're looking to hopefully get a big season out of him. Those connections with Sean Johnson coming back into the Warriors side, and and, and you know, just those two those two's connections is going to be key. But yeah, be sad, but I can see it happening, mate. Yeah, and it's sort of a, it's a bit of a throwback to yesterday and the conversation we're having around cricket coaching, you know, and and mm. and rugby coaching and. And that firmer hand, like Wayne Bennett, he seems to, well, uh, there's no coincidence. Every team he goes to, he just turns into title contenders, you know. He just has that gift. And and from what I understand of his coaching style, it, it can be a little a little old school at times. Um, but he's mm. also got a progressive streak to him where he's able to 
he's able to get, whether they're 17 years of age or 35 years of age in the team, he's able to get them all singing from the same song sheet. And, and that was the, the point we were making yesterday around the Justin Langers and the uh, Chris Silverwoods who are in charge of, well, who were in charge of Australia and England cricket sides, mm. um, that they weren't able to do that. We weren't able to find the balance between master and, and friend, I guess, um, as, a, as a coach, whereas Wayne Bennett has. And maybe maybe it is the best thing for Reese Walsh's career. And it, it's intriguing that someone who's got so much flair would be mm. that keen on, on going to a coach like Wayne Bennett. So I, I love it. I think most sort of young players that are in various sports that I look at they sort of shy away from that. They shy away from the old taskmaster, you know. They mm. want to go to someone, someone who's a little bit closer to their their age, their kind of demographic, to to make them feel a bit more comfortable. But hey, it could do, be. A, do you reckon bears? Do you reckon bears? Be like I reckon moves. Wayne Bennett in the media. I reckon he puts on on this facade like he comes out and he's he's really strong. He gives the, the media one you know, one word answers. He puts on that like. That front, and I've seen videos of him back in the environment where he's actually at the back of the bus playing the guitar with Benji and all the you know all the players really getting into it. So what I'm, I don't I haven't been coached by him, and I, I don't really know him from bus. I never met him, but from what I'm seeing is he's, I reckon he's out there and he'll protect his players and he'll go through everything. Cause I've seen him in interviews when his players haven't played well and they've gone, got an absolute hiding. He's the the media ripping into them and he's just got their back. Mm. He's just backing them up, supporting them, which is great from a coach. But then you see him in the background and he's, I feel like he's got those connections with all the players. But don't get me wrong, when it's time, when the time's tough and he needs to lay down the, the, you know, lay it down on the ground and say, this is what it is, he'll do that. But I feel like he's, he's old school, but he's, he's come a long way and he's, he's grown those connections. I might be wrong, but that's something that I've kind of seen from, from the outside looking in that he's got a real good connection with every single player. And I think, that's what's the difference between him and Langer. Like there was just those, you got to grow those real deep connections with each individual player, and uh, I think he does it. Mm. I, I agree, mate. I couldn't agree more actually, because that—that's mm. the exact coach that I was sort of referring to yesterday. The coaching yeah. style, the ability to have a firm grip over your side and over your players, yep. and and be in control, and also steer the direction of of the team. Mm. So you're effectively. I know Shane Warne made made uh, made a bit of fun a long time ago about John Buchanan when Buchanan when he said the coach he always thought the coach was just the bus, and that's about as good a role as what they what they need because the players can just take care of themselves. But I think the coach is actually the one who's driving the bus. So he has the vision, he has the direction of where they want to go, but then all of the shenanigans and and all of the fun is often had in the background. You've got to allow that to come out, and if you can actually dip into it occasionally as well, like you say Wayne Bennett does, then you build those harmonious relationships yeah. across different types of people in the group because everyone that plays in the team, right? Like everyone's so different. You always get you've got, as I say, you may have seventeen-year-olds, you may have who are, you know, they're, they're trying to find a girlfriend or just establish themselves and. Mm in a team and then you might have say 24 25 27 year olds who have got partners maybe looking to start a family um maybe sort of their careers taking a twist they might need to challenge themselves or settle and then you've got guys who are later in their career who might have families and young families and that brings different challenges and then they might just be trying to finish their career with a bang um so you've got so many different 
things going on, let alone ethnicities and, and various mm. sort of different upbringings. So there's so much to be able to dissect to then bring everyone back to a common cause, which is where the coach has to be in control of that. So that's why I think Wayne Bennett, what he's been able to achieve, because he does it every single team he goes to, mate. That's <laughs> extraordinary. Mm. Every team he's been to. What we might try and do, actually, is get someone on who is close with Wayne Bennett at some stage in, in the next few days and and just find out a little bit more about his coaching style and see if we can just maybe extract a little bit of those secrets of why he's been one of the master coaches and maybe see where the differences may be between, say, a, a Justin Langer or a, um, Chris Silverwood or, or other coaches that we've experienced as well. So we might try and do that. Louis, can you write that one down in the, in the to-do book, please, mate? Yeah, great. Someone that can, even better. We'll get Wayne Bennett on at some point. That'll be a good test for you. <laughs> <laughs> away from away from the season might be a good time to do it, actually. But yeah, it's a fascinating kind of dynamic, eh? Coaching and team environments, and yeah, really, really. Interesting. Here's a question we'll for you, follow, Bez. Here's a question for you. For, for yeah, Langer. Right. For Langer. Obviously, with what's happened, come on on the forefront and, and what's been spoken about in the public, for him now, if he's going to get back into coaching, would he change? Would he change the way he approaches a team environment, or or would he just stay true and say, "Look, this is how I coach, and and this is how I do it, suck it up and and handle it," or what does he have to adapt and, and evolve? That's a great question, mate. That is a great question because I actually think his style might work really well for the right team at the right time, um, as mm. it did probably for for that Australian side. But then they, it's a short shelf life, that style of coaching, I reckon. Um, and that's okay as well. You can get in there, bang, make your impact, and then get out. But there may be a, a situation where he has to bend slightly as well, bend on some of his stoic kind of stunts. And I think we saw that. We saw that in the last, in the Ashes and in the T20 World Cup. He did bend a little bit, you know, because he was able mm, to, mm. he was able to take a bit of a back, back step, even though he might not want of it, wanted to do it, he was able to do it, and the success then came. So he has shown that he's capable of doing that, and maybe that was, would be a nice lesson as well for him. But look, he's a very, very good coach, there's no doubting that. Yeah. Um, and opportunities will be a plenty for him, whether that's other international teams, domestic sides, something will come up and he won't be out of, out of mm. work for long. But uh, I do love the, uh, I, I listened to Smitty yesterday, I know we've got to get off for a break in just a sec, but I listened to Smitty yesterday after we were on air and, um, and he, he said there's, all, there's only two types of coaches, the coach who's, um, who's been sacked and the coach who's waiting to be sacked. And it's so true. <laughs> That's the mindset that you've got to, <laughs> you got to be in, right? you got to, you got to build something. You got to prepare as if you're going to live forever in that job, but live as if you're going to die tomorrow. And that's the life of a coach, and that's the challenge which is in front yeah. of you. Six twenty-one in the morning here on Baz Nizzy for breakfast. A big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.